Hello, uh, Shabbat Shalom. I'm Rabbi Moshe Schwab, and I'm glad that you could be here with us today for this accompanying teaching for the Torah portion, Vayishlach. And the name of our teaching for today is Take a Stand for a Better World. Sounds good, doesn't it? Uh, in the Torah portion for today, everything has worked out for Yaakov. He is able to return home and, and bring his family with him, and he makes peace with, with Esau. Esau was clearly in the wrong uh, in the last portion. We saw that he was willing to commit murder. Uh, Yaakov trusted in God and God's ability to supply his needs, prosper him, and protect him. Like believers before Yaakov, he had a relationship with God, and God guided him. Uh, people sometimes think that we are cut off from God, but the Bible shows us otherwise, doesn't it? Uh, because of that, believers in God make this world a better place for all. We can rely on God just as Yaakov did. And I think these are some pertinent lessons for me at this time. It seems like anything like this is pertinent for life, isn't it? Uh, the first point I wanted to make is live on things that give you life and keep you on a good path. Remember a story. Uh, this one missionary told me that he was he was he was going to this uh, jungle town and he had to get off his his motorcycle. They were with he was with somebody else to figure out which path that they they should take uh, to go to this town. And while they're walking toward the, this town, uh, they hear a crash, and uh, they go over and look, and there was a panther in a pit. And so I guess. You could say they were on the right path because they could have ended up in the pit with the panther. So, um, you know, there uh, there are many mistaken beliefs about the Bible. For example, some people mistakenly think the Bible says not to celebrate anything. Shul tells us not to do any reveling. Well, why would he say that? Some say, oh, you can't celebrate your birthday, can't do anything. But uh, that's not true. Reveling at the time, in that time period, uh, uh, included idolatry and sexual promiscuity. Uh, so, you know, that's why they weren't supposed to get, you know, do that. Um, he doesn't say we're not to celebrate. After all, God gave us Shabbat and his feast to celebrate. We're supposed to celebrate every week. And so in our family, we make Shabbat uh, a very special time. It's a celebration for us. We have a nice meal. We light candles. We, we, uh, we, we wish each other uh, Shabbat Shalom. So uh, God wants us to celebrate our relationship with him. There are those who say celebrating our relationship with God is old-fashioned, that doing these things in the Old Testament is just old-fashioned. It's not true at all. You've got to be kidding me. Celebrating God's feast in our relationship with the Creator of the universe is an honor and a pleasure. Um, some other things. Uh, some think they have when they pray they have to use a special religious voice, or they have to pray a certain way or it doesn't count. Some think that they're not allowed to do things on Shabbat that have nothing to do with work, like turning on a light or not using an umbrella when it's raining, uh, because that's putting up a structure. Who came up with that one? <laughs> uh, 
uh, they micromanage, you see, and they add all these extra commandments. And some of the way they call that is you're putting a fence around the Torah, uh, but in fact you're just making up things and making it more difficult to follow God. People and religious leaders make up their own doctrine, and some of the things they allow are disgusting. God says they're disgusting, some of these things that they're allowing. Um, man foolishly thinks he can do better than the Creator God. Man makes up his own ways to live instead of trusting in God. Yopanon says in 1 John 5, 2-4, When we love God... We also do what he commands, for loving God means obeying his commands. His commands. Moreover, his commands are not burdensome, because everything which God, God as its father, uh, because everything which has God as its father, overcomes the world. And this is what victoriously overcomes the world: our trust. So first it says that loving God is doing what he tells us to do, keeping his commandments. You know, in case we didn't get it the first time, Yochanan says it again. He is merely reminding them what the Torah says. Deuteronomy 11, 1 says, Therefore you shall love the Lord your God and keep his charge, his statutes, his judgments, and his commandments always. How do you love God? You keep his commandments. It's simple, isn't it? Yoganan then says God's commandments are not burdensome. It says that in Deuteronomy. It says, now what I am commanding you to you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. Deuteronomy 30.11 you know, I've heard people make a big fuss about following uh, the commandments in the Old Testament portion. Is there something wrong with the commandment not to kill someone? What are they thinking? You know, God knows all, knows what's best for us. Uh, Yochanan then says that God's commandments in our trust overcomes the world and makes us victorious. What could possibly be wrong with trusting in God, keeping his commandments, and being victorious? Uh, the Bible of Deuteronomy 30 verses 9 through 10 says essentially that keeping God's commandments will make us victorious. They They will bring us blessing. It says... The Lord your God will make you abound in all the work of your hand, in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over your fathers, if you obey the voice of, your, of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in this book of the law. We can live victorious through God. We keep God's commandments. We demonstrate our trust in God, and God blesses us. God can do that because he is God. In this portion, Yaakov, God, everyone associated with him and his household to get rid of their idols, those things that they prayed to or trusted in made of wood or stone or anything else they used to pray to or they used for idolatry. Perhaps there were other people that came back with them, and not just the immediate family. Yaakov set the standard for his family. Men, we need to rise up and set the standards for our families and our home. Just like Yaakov trusted in the true God, we need to trust in God. Our trust overcomes the world, Yochanan said. 
Our trust in God will prosper us, will cause us to be victorious. You know, my wife and I have done a number of things where we've trusted in God. You know, that's why God told me to go to the jungle, uh, Amazon jungle. I really had doubts. I mean, I think you might have doubts too about that if you know what's involved with it. Uh, but God protected us and used us and blessed people there. We saw people get healed miraculously because we went and we trusted in God. God is able to help us and prosper us. After all, he is God. Just like God prospered and protected Yaakov, God can do that for us. Keeping God's commandments are difficult for those who don't trust in God because their lack of trust leads them not to follow God. They end up doing things their own way. We are to change and want to do things God's way. Rabbi Shaul said he's Jewish. Matter of fact, he was one of the Jewish leaders back in his time, we find out. I think it's in Acts, he says that he was a Pharisee, and they didn't argue about that, did they? They accepted him as one of the Jewish leaders. They argued about the resurrection. If you read those passages, well, let's read what Rabbi has to say in Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. So far as your former way of life is concerned, you must strip off your old nature, because your old nature is thoroughly rotted by its deceptive desires, and you must let your spirits and minds keep being renewed, and clothe yourselves with the new nature created to be godly, which expresses itself in the righteousness that is doing what is right, and holiness that flow from the truth. Again, Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. We are to be a holy people, and we do that by keeping God's commandments. This sounds great, doesn't it? We can put that rotten life behind us. Uh, we don't have to live in deception anymore. Instead, we can live right through the truth. Be like Noah and live right. He saved mankind by doing what is right. So we will we'll bring goodness into the world by doing what is right. Junk spiritual food will not give you the full life that God wants for us. God's ways are incomparable and much better for us. I remember this basketball player years ago. He died, uh, <clears throat> and it didn't die on the court, but uh, it bothered me a lot because he played for a, a team where they uh, they used their athletic ability to win games, and he had to be in tremendous shape. I eventually found out he didn't eat right. You know, some people eat all junk food. In this case, even though he was in great shape, it led to his death. I had heard about things associated with bad choices before. People that smoke, for example, can end up dying during physical activity because smoking causes their blood vessels to constrict. That is, they tighten up. Be sensible about what you do. There are congregations that share a lot of interesting things, but they're not teaching us to follow God. Some congregations are minimizing God's teachings. Did I say God's teachings? That's right. The commandments of God and are God's way of teaching us how to live right. Who doesn't want to live right? When we attach the hinges on a door, so we're working on, a, on putting up a door, we just don't put in a couple of little nails 
to hold the hinge up. No one would do that. We wouldn't want the door to fall on us. That's what's happening in our society. People are not living right and their lives are showing it. People just accept how messed up life is now. They don't know how to live right and how to enjoy a good life. Their life is just filled with junk ideas and that's how their life turns out. You know, we, we shared these scriptures, these next scriptures last week. <clears throat> but some scriptures are worth sharing over and over. James, chapter 1, verses 14 through 18. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth that we may be a kind of first fruits of his creatures sin messes up life so don't be deceived by these people who are headed for the lake of fire god does not change if that's what it says god didn't god does not change his old testament commandments are still good why would they be bad for us are god's ways suddenly bad that's just ridiculous, isn't it? God does not change. God's commandments are truths for life so that we will have good fruit in our lives. Fruit is the re what a true tree produces. It is, it is the result. Do we want good results in our life or rotten fruit? What good things do you want from following God? Food, shelter, your needs met, good family, good relationships, a relationship with the Creator God. That's a big deal, to live right, just to be able to live right. A future in God's eternal kingdom. You know, the scripture we just read in James says that good things come from God. If you didn't know this, you've been watching too many TV commercials. Things don't always go better with Coke. <laughs> That's an old commercial. Uh, God can do incredible things because, after all, he is God. God helped Yaakov in miraculous ways, and God can help you, too. God has not changed. God will accomplish his mighty will through following his ways. God promises blessings for, the, for doing things his way. So he puts power on doing things his way. It's not simply just a theory of how to live. As we have said in this portion, God prospered Yaakov. He did this over and over despite Levan. Laban trying to cheat him over and over. You would think that Levon would have figured it out, but he didn't. I know some guy that got fired by his employer because he told someone at work that he thought doing something a certain way was dishonest. After, after he got fired, the employer said bad things about him, so his former employer made it difficult for him to find a job in his specialty. I didn't know things like this happened. But it's happening more and more in our ungodly times. So be careful. You know, God turned that around. He is and now this guy is now helping thousands of people to find God, live right, and also helping the impoverished. I'm not kidding. He's helping thousands of people. So hang in there and don't give up if this has happened to you. God can turn things around. 
He did it for Yaakov, and he does it over and over for his people. Yaakov believed so strongly in God's provision that he gave a lot of what he owned to Esau when he returned. I believe that God has prospered me miraculously at times in my life as well. I know that God has helped me because, at times because there is just no other explanation. Those that are uh, preventing us from succeeding because they value sin will get their reward in the eternal lake, with fi lake of fire. It says, the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. Revelation 21.8. Rabbi Yochanan shared that. <clears throat> These people that are, um, that, that, that are sitting, they may feel they have the upper hand on, on us now. But they are going down to the pit of hell. God says, vengeance is mine in recompense. Their foot shall slip in due time, for the day of their calamity is at hand, and the things to come hasten upon them. For the Lord will judge his people and have compassion on his servants. Deuteronomy 32, 35, and 36. Those who are serving Satan in his lies will get theirs. Revelation 20:10 says, the devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Don't envy them. They are to be pitied. God will turn the tables on them in the end. They may think they are smart and savvy, but they are not. For the most part, worldly people don't want God in their lives, and many worldly people don't don't believe in God. When worldly people explain how the world works, they speak in terms of the goals of man and the purposes of, of man as though God doesn't exist. The Bible says, Adonai brings to nothing the plans of the nations. He foils the plans of the peoples. But the counsel of Adonai stands forever. That's Psalm 33, 10 and 11. <clears throat> and sometimes I quote from the Complete Jewish Bible. That was a quote from the Complete Jewish Bible. There are different ways to accomplish what God wants us to do by, by using the blueprint for by using the blueprint for life. We accomplish good things each in our own way, and we all we are all different. God can lead us and empower us in many different ways. Yaakov made a choice to do things God's way. He valued truth over what man valued, and, and God blessed him. He valued doing what is right over making up one's own way of life. We need people like Yaakov who can speak to this generation and get them heading in the right way, the right direction, instead of the wrong direction. The Bible tells us that each believer has our own value, and we are needed. Romans 12, starting in verse 4, going to verse 9. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, in the Messiah, and individually members of one another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophecy in proportion to our faith. Our ministry, let, it, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, 
He who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerful, cheerful, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. So we don't all have the same function. We all, but we all have a purpose. Use what God has given you, both your talents and your spiritual gift, gifting. Have a strong distaste for evil and sin. Hold on to God's commandments. You know, we, when you read something that says, cling to what is good, you know, good in Jewish biblical, biblical thought is to keep God's commandments. Deuteronomy 6, 17 and 18 says, You shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God, His testimonies and His statutes, which He has commanded you, and you shall do what is right and good. So we need to understand these things. We need to understand the context proper context of these words. You know, we, we saw some of the nastiness of, of Laban. He lied to Yaakov and manipulated him and tried to cheat Yaakov. He changed Yaakov's wages ten times. In the, in the end, Laban lied to himself and even thought that Yaakov and his family belonged to him, even though Yaakov had earned all that he had. Without lights like us in the world, the world would be a dark place with lies and deceit. Atheists aren't going to make it any better. Even if they are nice people, they can change their minds like Laban did and re redefine what they believe over and over. And they do. Just like Laban did. Um, often, they will make up anything they want to, to live by. We need people who are willing to take a stand and show the world a better way. We each can personally experience the goodness of God. Just think, though, what if we could just help just one other person know the truth about God and life. Can we at least try to get others to start understanding some of the truth? What if a million people just tried to help one person each? We could end up with two million who are trying to live holy lives. Do what is right. Be lights to the world and make the world a better place to live. It all starts with us. Are we willing to trust God and be blessed by God? I've been blessed, and you can too. We also then can have some the exciting opportunity to try to help someone else to help someone else understand a better way of life. You know, at this time of Hanukkah, you know, it's one of the teachings we often think about when we get to this time of year is that we are to be lights to this world. There's even there's even a sing about songs like that on Hanukkah. Uh, so I'd like to say the final uh, ironic benediction right now. Shalom. Yehovah bless you and keep you. Yehovah make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Yehovah lift up his comes upon you and give you peace. God bless you. Have a wonderful Hanukkah. Um, may God protect you and uh, may just uh, everything come together in your life by the power of God. God bless. Shabbat Shalom. Shavuot Tov. Have a good week.